Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Es mejor llegar tarde a casa que nunca volver a llegar. Es mejor llegar tarde al trabajo que nunca volver a trabajar. Y es mejor recoger tarde a tus hijos que nunca volver a recogerlos. Llegar tarde a donde vayas por esperar a que pase el tren es mucho mejor que arriesgar tu vida tratando de ganarle el paso. Por algo existe el dicho, más vale tarde que nunca. Alto, el tren no para. Mensaje de Nietzsche. Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates the quirkiest aspects of reality TV to our own lives. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, real lifers. Welcome to episode 112. Thank you to everyone who reached out to me this past week to share your similar infertility struggles and whatever wisdom you've gained along the way. I very much appreciate it. It's been a challenging week for me personally, but hearing from all of you and laughing together at a fly landing on Mike Pence's head and at Bravo and all of those things definitely make me feel better. I didn't get a chance to talk about this with my guest, but there is a new housewife on The Real Housewives of New York, Ebony Williams, the first black housewife on The Real Housewives of New York. I am so excited for it. She is a lawyer and a television host. She's been on Fox News before. There's this incredible clip of her sparring with Ben Shapiro, and I very much think she is up for the task with sparring with Ramona Singer. I cannot wait for Ebony to be on Roni. To be honest with you, I have not decided whether or not I'm going to recap The Real Housewives of the OC on this podcast at all. It's just a challenging thing to navigate. I want to watch the show because I want to support Bronwyn, who I adore, um, and I'm interested in seeing how they navigate COVID and Black Lives Matter and those sorts of things, but I also don't want to support what Kelly Dodd has been doing and, you know, running around pretending like COVID is fake. And then um, her most recent um, thing this week where she wore a hat that said drunk wives matter. So I'll decide in the coming days whether or not to discuss it. Maybe I'll discuss it a couple times or a few episodes, but not make it a permanent fixture on this podcast. I'm also feeling pretty challenged about um, 
this upcoming season of Southern Charm. I was really excited to see the previews and to see that they finally have a castmate of color and they're going to be talking about racism in the South, in South Carolina. And then I find out this week that Thomas Ravenel is going to be on the first episode and I just am all disgusted all over again. So... I'll cover what I end up covering right now. Potomac is my main love. I absolutely adore it. And this week, Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast joins me to break down everything that happened during the sit down between Monique and the other ladies on Potomac. As always, I encourage you guys to subscribe to my podcast if you don't already. Give it a five-star rating and write something nice if you want to make me smile. Um, You can also find me on Instagram at ITRL underscore podcast and my personal Twitter um, and Instagram is at Mandy Slutsker. Without further ado, here is Stephanie from Mocha Minutes. Hi, everyone. I'm here with the lovely Stephanie from the Mocha Minutes podcast. How are you doing, girl? Hey, how are you? You know, hanging in there. (laughs) It's been a hell of a week. It's (laughs) October. This is this is crazy. It's October. It is. We're still in the house in October. Oh, we're not leaving the house for some time. <laughs> no, we're not. It's going to be like January, February at this point. I really thought, because my birthday's in August, I thought I'd be like out celebrating my birthday. Yeah, jokes on me. Maybe if I lived in like maybe China or Italy, where it's like ebbed and over, maybe we would have been out. Well, you know, the country of Vietnam has fewer cases of COVID than Washington, D.C. right now. The whole country. This is a joke at this point. This is a joke. I mean, it's the the White House is definitely that like that, that is a petri soup. dish. I think I tell somebody it's a petri dish. It's impacting the whole city because people mm-hmm. work there, live in the city. They're getting sick. They're infecting the people that live with them. Anyway, this is just a joke. <laughs> this is just <laughs> a mess. joke. I can't believe it. Well, there is a lot of madness going on in the Bravo space as well. <laughs> It's like, how is this? I'm like, it's not even everybody's like, everybody's not even like filming right now. It's going to be like, hello to a few new shows. I'm I'm ready for Salt Lake. Okay, I'm just ready. ready. My whole soul is ready for this. But it's like crazy how much is going on. I'm like, oh my god, some of you guys are like off season, and it's just crazy. People have lost their goddamn minds. Um, Number one on the list, I would say, would be Kelly Dodd with her Drunk Wives Matter hat and getting called out for it, for being insensitive, obviously, and then basically being forced by her PR, whether that's Bravo or I don't know, to apologize. But Mm -hmm. she never says I'm sorry in her apology. And then in the comments section, she's only agreeing with people that are like, you Mm -hmm. did nothing wrong. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I have wine glasses that say drunk wives matter. Girl, it's like, yeah, fuck Yelly Dodd. Fuck her. It's like, it's just enough. It's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I don't. It was at this point where I was like, yeah, I might take a look at it because I don't have uh, big issues with Shannon. I love Bronwyn. I just want nice things for her. And even that, I'm just like, 
yeah, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm so good. I'm not, I'm not doing this for you. I'm not, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm off OC. I was one of those people who are like, I, I still like OC, kinda. And then I saw that shit with Gretchen and I was like, I actually want her back. Yeah, fuck her too. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> like, why is this show like this? Because they're based in the OC and it that, that is the reality there, I feel like. It's a very different um, world that the world you and I... Uh, clearly. <laughs> clearly. But you know what's really funny? It's kind of like when Bronwyn was saying that she lost friends. I'm like, that's crazy. But then I also remember... Um, what's her name? Uh, oh gosh, it's the it's the comedian. She had a late night show on E. Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler. Yeah. So she had a documentary series on Netflix, and one was about racism. And one of the places she went was the OC. So, and to listen to those women talk about racism, it's like there's no racism and we're all equal. And I was like. Why did I forget about this? I'm like, this is the OC. This is where we are. This is what we have. This is, yeah, I don't know why I'm surprised by this. And so Kelly is getting married this weekend, 10, 10, 20. And um, Cynthia Bailey is marrying Mike Hill. I was like, they're getting married the same day. How did I not know this before? Yeah, it's cool. We're going to be chilling all weekend because I'm like, fuck Kelly Dodd. <laughs> well, I didn't think they would go through with, I thought Kelly would go through the wedding because she doesn't really care about COVID. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I was kind of shocked to hear that Cynthia did. But now I realize that Atlanta is taping and I just didn't realize that they were filming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So did you hear the latest from Atlanta? Yes. So the first oh thing God. I think is really interesting <laughs> before we get to that is that Jill Zarin supplied Cynthia with masks for all of her guests. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, Jill so Zarin Z- and her daughter Jill had Zarin. been making all these masks. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, that's so super cute. Go ahead, Jill. Go ahead, girl. Good on you. But yes, let's let's talk about the, 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 the so stripper like they, gate. They got I'm, strippers. Like, Tell me. So I, I only sort of glanced at the, what happened, but it sounds like there is a stripper and two yeah. of the housewives had a threesome or some sort of sexual encounter with the stripper who went down on them and the housewives thought that their mics were off and they were in a back room and they weren't off. And so now it's like, are they going to show this sort of scandal happening or are they not? Um, Because apparently there's threatening of lawsuits. (laughs) And then today it was announced that um, the... Uh, women involved were Portia and Tanya or Tanya. <laughs> I, I should be like clutching my pearls, but I'm absolutely not because Portia Williams deserves after all of this shit that Dennis has put her through. I'm like, girl, <laughs> if you weren't, if you yeah. weren't getting your um, peach gobbled, I would have found somebody <laughs> for you. Cause I'm sorry. For what I excuse me for what I it looks like um I think her and Dennis are single like apparently he sent her flowers but it must happen when you don't have the person like person blocked because it was hilarious because she put her his name but his at wasn't there so I'm like is that because he's blocked from her oh interesting are they not on good terms right now I'm like I don't know because he said she said thank you she didn't say Dennis she put like his IG name, but it's no at symbol and it's no underline. So I'm like, what just happened? I don't know, but they may be trying to work it out. Who knows? But I know Dennis better not say not a goddamn word. I'm like, so right. so you can just you better um 
chalked this up to the game. Just don't say nothing. Just like, just, you know what? I have cheated on her and hey, we, hey. I, multiple I, times. Multi- right. I'm like, mm. and I've seen that trainer and his third leg. Everybody, like, he's short. I'm like, he's tall where it needs to be. <laughs> okay. Trainer? I thought he was a stripper. Oh, I'm saying trainer, stripper. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm well, that's what the like, Monique situation was. Yeah. Like I was like, too. that's like, yeah. I was like, that's what I'm thinking, trainer. But I've seen the stripper. He got a third leg and I'm like, <laughs> I don't see a problem with this. Y'all might see this is the thing. I am somebody who's a little bit taller. I'm five eight, so short guys aren't always my cup of tea. However, um, <clears throat> I will fuck a short guy. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a short man. There's nothing wrong with a short guy. It's like because they usually have kickstands. So good to hell luck. I mean, I don't know what to <laughs> looking at other Bravo news, uh, Stassi and Bo got married. Apparently, hooray! We can kind of move along from that um and then what i'm really shocked by is apparently thomas ravenel is going to be on the first episode of season seven of southern charm oh fuck this and it's so shocking because so he's an accused rapist Mm -hmm. he settled with the nanny that he Mm -hmm. raped for Mm -hmm. an undisclosed amount and then he's just a horrible human being and is very um, racist and misogynistic. Oh, so yeah. considering the franchise appears to be veering away from that, I don't know why they would have him on, even if he shares children with Catherine. They do not need to feature him or show him. <laughs> and like, then oh. this week... He apparently was tweeting really horrible things about Kamala Harris. Of all, sir, you are a ex-felon. You have like, what, two or three baby mamas? Shut up. He's an ex-felon. He also used to hold public office and had to be removed from public office because Mm -hmm. of crimes he committed. Mm -hmm. So let's start there. He says, Kamala Harris is a prostitute for power. Ask Willie Brown, who was banging her in his 60s when she was in her 20s. She's a hoe for power, and she will lie through her cum-stained teeth. This Um, is a tweet from this week. I was like, that's Thomas Ravenel, of all people. Sir, you went, you had your whole white ass in jail because of stuff that you did while you were in office. Are you kidding me? And aren't you in your 60s banging girls in their 20s? Let, let me. I believe it was nineteen twenty. Yeah, she wasn't that old. Catherine maybe it was, was twenty one. So I'm trying to think. She was, she was drinking in his at 50s, the time, and she yeah. was like maybe she was 20. twenty. Because I'm trying to think. Because I think her first season wasn't she drinking on the show. I was trying to think because I think it was like league. Like I don't think legally it can show an underage person drinking. So I think she may have been twenty one. Oh I have no God. idea how old she is, and you know, Southern Charm. I'm like you guys. I can see why. Naomi or Naomi, depending on whoever talks, and Cameron and Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea. 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 Um, yeah, I can see why they're like, yeah, we're out. We're out. I'm going. It's I gotta so go. ridiculous. But so with the Kelly dot of it all, because everyone's like, why don't they kick her out? A lot mm-hmm. of um, the bad antics and poor behavior she's shown have come out, especially since March. Mm-hmm. And they had already filmed by this point, right? Yeah. So yeah. 
they it's hard to kick someone out or edit them out when they're a main cast member and they yeah. are behaving poorly after the fact, right after it's filmed. But Thomas they knew all of this stuff about him. There's no need they didn't to have bring to, him why in. Why are you bringing him on? So, unless you're like burning that witch at the stake, there's no need to show him. They don't honestly. need to show him. Yeah. So that really, I'm not feeling great about the OC and I'm not feeling great about Yeah, Southern I'd be like, Charm yeah, I'm good and, on this. I'm like, bring me back Southern Charm, New Orleans. Bring them back. Right? Like, yeah, can yeah. we not? Had I got into that late. I was like, why wasn't I watching this from the beginning? It's good. It's so good. You know what? People keep bringing up um, Below Deck Med and how they um, edited out Pete. I'm like, guys, Kelly Dodd is a main housewife. Pete was a fucking deckhand. It yeah, is very easy not, to edit not, him you around. You can't edit out he Kelly wasn't, Dodd. It's like, you can't, especially when it's like, that's who was bringing on all these other people. It's like, it's like you. Could, I feel like you can edit out Gina and her terrible hair. <laughs> I'm... I, I feel like she would be oh, fun at parties, Gina. but man, if y'all, y'all, we can move just, on. We we don't need to to talk oh my God. about the it's OC like, right now. You, but. Yeah, no more. I I heard those taglines, and they are. Whew, I think the only one that's probably, and I like Bronwyn. I don't hate hers, but it's like mostly because I like Bronwyn. The only one that I think is kind of cute, and this is like low. the The bar is under the floor. Is Shannon's. Mm-hmm. I like the play on her name, and I'm like, oh, that's cute. But Emily with a new hip, girl. I'm like, what? I will kick you in your new hip. Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't really have anything bad about Emily. It's just that I think she's not as nice as she portrays herself on TV. Oh, I'm pretty sure she's not. Yeah. But she is funny on Twitter. So she's snappy on Twitter. So I kind of like, but it was mostly I saw the ones where she snapped at Vicky. I don't know what else she says to other people. So yeah. I really don't pay attention to the OC because I'm like, yeah, I'm good on all of well, you. Well, Vicky I, that- and Tamara are trying to make a big deal about Shannon not being friends with them anymore and talking about it. And she Shannon was asked during press for the OC mm-hmm. um, about Tamara and Vicky. Mm-hmm. She didn't bring them up. She was asked. She was and asked. then Tamara and Vicky make this whole big to-do about how Shannon's not friends with them anymore. And it's like, all of you guys are so shallow. If any one of you was kept on the show and the other two were kicked off, this would have happened. Whether or not it was Shannon, whether or not they yeah. decided to keep Tamara, if they decided to keep Vicky, the other two would have been gone. Yeah, let so. me know how, let me know your, your relationship with Heather Dubrow is. I feel like you don't really, I, feel pe- I don't think people really bring her up with them, but you don't seem to really be friends with her either. What about Lizzie? I know you're, I know. Oh, Lizzie not is far gone with like QAnon. Like all the ones. This like, is Lizzie, Lydia, like, Lydia oh. Gretchen, Oh, Emily. Lydia's a piece of shit. Lydia's such a piece of shit. And I, and, she was another one, like, how you brand with Emily. She seems so sugary sweet. I'm like, yeah, I don't think you're all that sweet. Yeah, I can't believe that Lydia is Canadian. It's just so <laughs> funny because I love Canadians. They're lovely did, people. It's Tanya like, Sam is Canadian, y'all. Tanya is a great person. Like, all of the Canadians that I have met in real life mm-hmm. or I see on TV are usually fantastic people. Yeah. And then there's Lydia. But maybe she chose to leave Canada and come to the OC. That tells this you. This is what happens when you her. only have one dick in your life. <laughs> this is what happens. I've only had sex with one man and I don't what's, know what wait, the what's fuck the to name do. Of their magazine? 
um god i don't know like not like the gentleman but like some sort of yeah it's something <laughs> it's super like weird something and i'm like girl you are so not going to talk me like let's talk to you about sex you know nothing about sex because you've only fucked one dude you don't know anything her Shut mom up. seems like someone who would get around a lot I yeah, I feel like her, glitter. her mom is a person that I would have to <laughs> glitter and you know, it's like I feel like I could like shoot the shit with her, but <sighs> Lydia's like, let me tell you guys about sex and intimacy. You've only had sex with one dude, you know nothing. Be quiet. I'm sorry. Please do not guys, if you write into the show, it is Stephanie saying this. Do not write to Mandy say, Excuse me, I waited until marriage. That's there's Great. nothing wrong with waiting till marriage. There's, <laughs> There's nothing, wrong nothing wrong with being a devote Christian. There's nothing wrong not. with any it's, of this stuff. There's something wrong with you being an asshole to other people because you waited. So there's a difference. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into this week's Potomac because there is a lot to unpack. And I would like your perspective as someone who's lived in Maryland <laughs> um, as a black woman, uh, there. This is going to be. This is going to get deep. So I want to go scene by scene because okay. I don't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to close my eyes. Sorry, I wanted to close my eyes. It was like, oh God, what's happening? happening? What is happening? So it starts out with Candace carrying a bunch of plates. (laughs) I was like, where is she going? I was like, is she moving? And that is fine china. So I'm sitting here like, girl, is that your fine china? You better carry that plate by plate. What are you doing? And she wasn't carrying it from the dishwasher i don't know anyway so she's like on the table to the to the counter the breakfast bar talking in her confessional Mm -hmm. about you know wondering what she could have done to warrant monique's behavior now let's step aside from the show for a second Mm -hmm. because a lot of the things that monique is saying all have to do with things that happened off camera that she is not showing us in the show so it's really difficult to try and follow and i know there's a lot of people who don't really listen to podcasts who aren't on social media and who only watch the show so i can only imagine what they think but monique claims that this is like multiple years ago at this point um at andy cohen's baby shower Mm -hmm. giselle robin and some of the other women Mm -hmm. were all talking about monique having an affair with her trainer and Mm -hmm. about chase not being um, Chris's mm-hmm. about it being the but but this is so long ago. Like was she pregnant at that time? I the timing doesn't so, seem to. Apparently, this was supposed to come out at last year's reunion. Okay, which is very interesting to me. But okay, but yeah, this was supposed to come out. Uh, and that and I'm basing this just on Monique's live because she went live i think after the season premiere i think yes to say that this was the the plot was supposed to come out at the season four reunion last so last july so it's really but the rumors were the rumors were a couple of years old but the plot was supposed to be last but how could the rumors be a couple years old when chase isn't even a couple years old right he's like wait is he a year yet yeah he's over a year because this was filmed a year ago and he was maybe nine months when they were filming so can i tell you this is so super random but Next week is my mother's birthday. And so I decided to do a retro episode and I pulled the episode from last May. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when she was on when she was on the show, and we were talking about Potomac. 
So it's kind of like when I look at it, it's like by last July, um, all of the reunion was out. They were f- done. That was when done. the reunion was aired. It was last July, but the thing was probably filmed in what, like May or June, probably. So yeah, yeah. So it's so this like, is all really old. So basically, it sounds like there was some sort of discussion about bringing mm-hmm. up on camera that Monique had a relationship with her trainer, and the mm-hmm. father of Ch- of her baby Chase was this trainer. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, Karen heard this, and mm-hmm. Candace heard it, and Karen called Monique as a friend and said, "I heard that they're going to talk about this," and I think Monique was upset that Candace wasn't the one to tell her because she was very close with Candace. Yeah, right? because apparently what Mo and I'm basing this on what Monique is saying, she said Karen's the one who told her and Karen said to her, oh, Candace didn't tell you? I was like, oh, okay. So th- I think that's where it was. Oh, it was like, that's where it got in her head. Right. So, so it's really weird to watch people say that Ashley's the one who told her about the rumor. But then Mo- I was like, Monique said Karen told her about the rumor. So where is Ashley coming from? That was on film. So they showed her on film, Ashley saying, after you and Candace had a falling out, Candace became close with Sharice. And apparently Sharice was involved in these rumors. Okay. Okay. So that's where it all... So that's the separate stuff. But it's really hard to go based off of that because it's not what's shown to us on film. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So then they show this ominous music um, showing Twilight photos over the D.C. area. I kind of liked it. It felt sort of like we were about to see... Some sort of like, like what's gonna happen? What's murder going on? <laughs> or some horrible political ad about like the demise of our union. <laughs> you know? It's like what? And then they go into Monique's house. And it's like to have that ominous music to going into her house oh, and her Monique's little house. kids. And she's exhausted. She says that, you know, she's tired and she calls Karen and mm-hmm. asks Karen to organize a meeting with the ladies. So it's very interesting that Monique Hurst. So I get calling Karen to ask for the neutral ground because I don't think if Monique had said, Come to my house so we can talk, people would have came. I think it's very interesting that Monique herself didn't just send, you have everyone's phone number. Why didn't you send out like a mass text saying, ladies after you talk to karen and ask her hey can i have it at her house i think having it at um at karen's house i think honestly is fine because i think having it at monique's house yeah giselle wasn't going to come wendy may have came because i think maybe and robin probably wouldn't have came um and yeah we're gonna stick a pin on robin because there's a reason why robin was like calling bullshit on her so quick because there's something that like it's it's history there, but we'll get to it when we get to the meeting because I want to bring it up. So her having the meeting at Karen's house, I think is fine. I think, honestly, that's fine. I think that discussion would have meant more if Monique had reached out to the women, not individually. I feel like she wasn't going to call them individually. Like, listen to her? Because it sounded like she wasn't really on speaking terms with anyone besides Ashley yeah. and Karen. But I think if she, and this is, I don't know why I'm like, writing this like a freaking movie thing but if she sent out the a group text and then karen called them and said i think we should at least hear what monique has to say it's going to be at my house it's not at her house we'll have it somewhere neutral i think um even though they all showed up and it's probably mostly because i think on the strength of karen because she's the one who said it 
I think it would have been fine. I don't know. I I, I think that's the optimist in me, yeah. but I, I feel like I, I'm not sure. It's kind of like I'm not sure because honestly, for Giselle and I am, I feel like I again like my friend Kendrick from um, Me You Housewives and Marvel Two. I feel like I'm a Green Eye Bandit apologist because one. Giselle has always seemed like she's had like a there's something off about Monique and people are like oh no she's so nice and you're so crazy you're just jealous and now here it is she has something like I done told y'all that something is off with her so now (sighs) girl sometimes people aren't going to shoot you without the ammunition you give them yeah it's just interesting to see the setup for this meeting because yeah. you see Monique speaking to her husband, Chris, and mm-hmm. she's saying, I'm not even sure what order things happened in. I want to meet with them to find out what really happened because, <laughs> you know, I blacked out. I blacked out. And that was really wild. Um, and so then Karen calls Candace that morning to let her know, hey, I just want to give you the same opportunity I'm giving Monique to speak with the women. And Candace says, thanks, but no thanks. I've already spoken with everyone uh-huh. besides Monique. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, she said also, uh, it doesn't really sit that well with me that you're extending so much grace to Monique. Mm-hmm. And Karen's in a tough spot because she's friends with both of them. And she says, that's who I am. I'm grace under fire. Like, and I did, you know, it's always frustrating for the person who's Switzerland, mm-hmm. you know, and in this case, I think Karen's a little bit more on Monique's side in a way. He is. Um, but I, I don't think it makes sense to be frustrated with Karen at this point. But that's so, just me. Yeah. No, no. At this point. I, so I can see both sides of that. So I can see um, not being, because one, if Karen is saying that she is both of your friends it's i feel like if candace had asked her to do it karen still would have done it but i think if karen had explained it that way it would have meant more to candace instead she's like i i sing grace to everybody if she had just said i hear you candace i can see how this looks like i'm on her side but i'm not it's just because she asked me because i would extend this to you as well if you had yes. said can i meet with the ladies i'm like i just want to yep. like i, I I want to help make sense of this because honestly, it was five days after. There's no way in the world if what Monique did to me, well, Monique did to Candace, she did to me. I'm sorry. I'd be ready to kick her ass as soon as I, it would be on site. I'd be Drita from the mob wives. I'm like, girl, <laughs> no, uh-uh, get her away from me. Cause I mean, I have, for anybody is listening who's never seen the mob wives, I need y'all to find these episodes and look already yet just google drita from the mob wives there's a time where it's like they were supposed to have a sit down drita walked in the door and ran like she didn't say hello to anybody she was like i'm going to be like when i say drita is the person that is on site if like if on site was a person it's drita from the mob wives she's like i'm not going to talk to you i'm just as soon as i my eyeballs are on you i'm going to kick your ass oh my god i'm like i and it's like you just so i'm like when people go oh my god this is shocking i'm like y'all have never seen mob wives and i can tell I tend to not watch shows that have violence in general. Right, right. I, I, and I think that's fine. I, I just don't like watching it at mm-hmm. all. Um, mm-hmm. I don't get any joy from it. It makes me mm-hmm. sad. It makes you uncomfortable. Does it make does you feel sad. like? I'm like, oh god, this is. It's different when it's made up and it's mm-hmm. for a movie. I don't like it there either. But for in reality, it, it, it makes me feel very sad. Yeah. So the ladies start to arrive. 
and um, Robin arrives first for someone who was late <laughs> for the last four now years. I want to know how come close. on time this this. I feel season. like Robin was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, I need to be here on time because I got time <laughs> for her. I feel like it's because she knew I wanted to say my piece. I didn't want to be late. I didn't want to miss the dragging. And it was clearly in the morning. I appreciated that not all of them were all made up. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciated that. Then Giselle arrives with KB, her security. <laughs> Can we take a moment? Like, as annoying as it was, it was such good housewives. I'm sorry. It's just so, it's just so lovely for the housewives. And also, uh, apparently, um, in the background, Karen hired security too. You just did not see them. What? So I'm what? sitting here like, wait a minute. <laughs> y'all are roasting Giselle. And I hear y'all. I'm like, I'm an apologist, but I'm also a fair apologist because I like Giselle. So if we want, like, y'all, Karen flat out said out her mouth that she don't know how to fight. So I am not surprised. She's like, I don't know how to fight. I'm like, okay, so this tracks. This is why you had security. This is why she was like, Monique, let her go! Because she doesn't, she don't know how to fight. She don't know how to fight. She said herself. Wait, so, yeah, where did you hear that she so also had security? Apparently, Robin said it. Robin said she had um, security, but it was like away from the cameras. So okay. yeah, this is going to come up. And I think the actual KB, I I didn't finish the episode, but Bravo Wild Black actually interviewed KB. So I cannot oh. wait to listen to this. I'm like, oh, shoot, I need to listen to this. That is a get. I was like, wow. That is someone I want to hear now, from. So, shoot, I want to get the stripper. I want to talk to him. I'm like, um, <laughs> can we talk? I just, we, um, can we talk by video? Because I need to see it. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's wrong. But like, obviously, we're not going to show y'all. <laughs> oh, um. Ashley then shows up with baby Dean. She wasn't able to get a babysitter that early in oh, the Oh, look, morning. somebody else showing up with security. Because no one's going to, no one's going to like <laughs> jump no in her face because she's holding a baby. It's but like they were a baby laughing here. so hard. They're like, why you got to bring why Dean into bring? this? It's like, um, um, uh, excuse me, I couldn't find no babysitter. Yeah, because you don't have a whole husband. I was going to say, God Or forbid. a whole mama who loves her. Wait a minute. Your mama does not have... She flat out said, I don't have no problem watching the baby. You couldn't possibly ask your mama? I'm very confused. I'm like, you... It's it's just, God forbid, Michael ever watch the child. So, now, like, why would he... Why are you not leaving your child alone with Michael? Now it's like, I'm, I'm concerned. I think they have some sort of agreement where he's like, I'll give you a kid if you raise it. I will shoot up your club as long as I don't have to do anything else. Yeah, because he That's has... weird children already and i think he, he didn't a, want to do children it again like adults they're older yeah mm-hmm. so ashley comes and it's she's met with monique mm-hmm. we all have to remember that she missed the fight yeah, right she so did. she didn't really see the the worst of it no, but she, didn't. she says that um, monique's not proud of her actions and then robin asks well why did she tweet ask and you shall receive see until she brought, till Robin brought it up, I was like, I do, what? I'm like, I, if I was coming to that meeting and I saw that, I'd be sitting there like, oh, so then if you blacked out and you don't really remember everything, how did you remember that you gave her exactly what she asked for, quote, unquote? It's like, girl, now I'm like, see, this is not helping Monique's case. It's Mm-mm. not. I didn't even realize that she tweeted this out around that time. Because I think one, because I 
I, I think I do follow her, but I just, I probably just missed the tweet. Cause mo- I mostly remember it. I remember, remember it. Okay. The tweet because I remember seeing the blogs say mm. that there was a fight and that it was started by Candace who threw a wine glass mm-hmm. at Monique and then Monique hit her back. Yeah, because that I remember was, hearing that and was I, the story, and it that sounded, she threw a drink on. It sounded she really believable, you right? Know? I was like, oh, okay. When I said they fought, I was like, wait a minute, why would Candace? Because if you think of Monique going to fight, the person I honestly would think about would be Giselle. I'm like, she's I'm never like, going to touch. They're going to fight. So when they said Mo- Candace threw a drink in Monique's face and she defended herself, I was like, oh yeah, I've watched Love and Hip Hop. You don't throw no drink in no woman's face because that those are fighting words. So. I was very like, oh, okay. And so everyone's like on Twitter and, you know, I live in, in D.C., so people are mm-hmm. talking about it more and people are like, mm-hmm. oh, what happened at this winery, you know, out in Maryland? And all of a sudden, like the Shade Room had people who all of a sudden, and it wasn't like yeah. the day after. It was literally around those couple of days. Because remember, she said it was like after. two days after. All of a sudden, people had videos. And then when and she said, like, oh. ask and you shall receive, I was like, oh, she got hit and then she oh. like defended herself you know i was thinking that that's how it went yeah so wendy shows up she looks amazing um i wonder if she's I, on her way to work or something because she looks I, so good i and i know there are people who don't like wendy i can get into the reasons why but whew, i live for wendy i love 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 wendy and i love her energy at this meeting because for her she doesn't have a vested interest either right. way even though she's friends with candace it's kind of like she's like she can still look at this a little bit more objectively than say a giselle or a karen and or she says um you know before monique even arrives and mm-hmm. you know karen's saying this needs to want this to be a safe space and she says this should be a safe space but i also believe in brave spaces and meaning being honest. And she's really upset about the blogs and the story that came out. And she believes that Monique's camp leaked the story that Candace started the fight. And she believes it happened about three days after this. And mm-hmm. then um, she also is upset that this perpetuates the narrative that black women are angry and violent. And so I wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. the article in Vice by Rachel Miller this week and if for those of you that haven't haven't read it i highly um, recommend you read it she talks about the hypocrisy of quote-unquote your behavior is bad for black women and how Mm -hmm. and tell me if i'm getting this wrong because this is a newer area of for me but Mm -hmm. she's talking about respectability politics which she's saying Mm. where individuals um it makes individuals responsible for an entire group And it has sort of this idea, um, an example that she gives before she gets into the article is, you know, if you tell people um, like men, oh, pull up your baggy pants and then you won't get harassed by the cops, like that kind of an attitude. And Mm -hmm. she's saying that the slurs such as ghetto and hood rat, which Candace used, are often used by wealthy black people to create distance between them and other black people who they see as less than. So I don't think she's trying to say that Monique wasn't wrong. She's saying Monique was wrong for using violence, mm-hmm. but not to bring in the whole black women trope and how you're taking this all down because of this respectability politics. So that was sort of what the article was. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get 
your thoughts on it, especially as a black woman. Like I'm just reading this and trying to absorb it. So there are several things happening at the same time. So it's very interesting because Monique had no problem calling those women on the show tricks and not even tricks, bottom behind tricks. Wait, wait, um, what is that? Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's very so the thing so to hear like Monique, sex worker. Yeah, it's kind of like like it's like they were less than her. So Monique, okay. as much as I enjoy her on a show, I can see the forest behind the trees. Monique did look down her nose at a few of the women. She would look down her nose at Robin. She'd look down her nose at Candace. She looked down her nose at a lot, and also Giselle. She's like, you're just jealous because you don't have what I have, and so. It's always been interesting to me, but the article's not wrong because one, it's interesting to me that we're talking about the network where not only did one of the housewives in Jersey flip a table, she chased a woman during a fashion show through a sophisticated event it was a fashion show but it was a sophisticated event they had a out and out brawl at a christening Mm -hmm. they went to a retreat and i mean joe judice was like on site for joe gorga and they started fighting this is also the what this is also the the network where stassi can backhand somebody Jax can get into multiple fights tamra can throw a drink in Gina Keogh's face, hashtag justice for Gina. Um, <laughs> you can have, let's see. Danielle. Danielle. Danielle Margaret can by like, grab her whole ponytail mm-hmm. and drag her. Margaret can push someone in a pool. Lisa Renna can bust a glass in somebody's face. Brandy Glanville can smack Lisa in the face. She can push somebody. She can smack somebody. She can get like she can get loud and rowdy. Bitch, I'll fuck you up. This, that, and the third. Um, Leanne Locken can be Leanne Locken. She can <laughs> smack herself in the face, but then she can also bust a glass. You know, you can have you can have the yell out, drag out fights between all these women. So this is the network that y'all are doing this with. And I'm like, I'm calling complete BS on this. And also, let's not even talk about Below Deck and Below Deck Men. They have fought. So before y'all go, this is bringing the network down. I'm like, you're only doing this because these are Black women. And literally, this is probably one, two, maybe the third or fourth time a Black franchise has fought. How many examples did I just give you of of white women fighting? Right. Y'all don't cancel them. So there is this... So even though people didn't like when Giselle was saying it, it came from a place because that is the pressure that's put on us by mainstream culture. But it's also the pressure that black people put on each other because we have this notion that if you dress a certain way, if you talk a certain way, if you do a certain thing, then white people will leave you alone and you won't get in trouble with police. And I, I I used to be that head-ass because that is just respectably head-ass stupid thinking because one, <clears throat> Martin Luther King Jr. was thrown in a jail in a suit. He was not badly clothed. So before you go, oh, if you dress a certain way, I'm like, Martin Luther King Jr. was thrown in jail in a suit. Yeah. He had on a fucking suit. Get out of my face. It's like, that is not it. It's like, believe me, if white people don't want you around, they're going to find a reason. That's why we had a Tulsa massacre. That's why we had a Rosewood. Mm-hmm. 
It's like, um, I'm pretty sure none of them weren't not dressing incorrectly. So it's like, it's not that. If white people don't want you around, they're going to find a, they're going to invent a reason. You could literally do nothing. Hence why there was so much vitriol for Kamala Harris during the debate. And she was doing not even close to anything to Mike Pence nor Donald Trump. It's like black women cannot be assertive because all of right. the assert, assertion is aggression and it's not true. You said something that I, I think is really interesting. So it seems from me watching this that mm-hmm. the pressure these women feeling are feeling is external, but the only people that are saying it out, out loud are other black women, right? So it's like yeah. um, Giselle is saying this. Um, Robin is saying this, Wendy is saying this, mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering if maybe, like I was watching, and I'm thinking, well, I- I'm not going to treat the franchise differently or think differently of the franchise just because this happened, but obviously black women are more sensitive, so um, yeah. is it just because it's like always you feel under a microscope and so oh, yeah. you're told it from the time you're very young. Like the only example oh, yeah. I can think of is like as a Jewish person, there's always jokes about Jews having money or being um, stingy with their money or being lawyers or whatever. And mm-hmm. then to see Bernie Madoff have this mm-hmm. like horrible, <laughs> horrible business that took advantage of people. Mm hmm. People couldn't wait. They they were they were jumping so quick. It's but like, it was so painful as a Jew to see it because it's like, oh, this is the exact thing that everyone thinks of us. Mm-hmm. And now there is a prominent person and it's on display for the world to see. You know, that's sort of how I feel, felt when I heard the Bernie Madoff. And I don't think most of the, my non-Jewish friends even associated him with being Jewish. But mm-hmm. I knew he was Jewish. So it's like, is it black women watching this or black women who are involved in the franchise who are like, this is bad for black women, but non black women are looking and being like, I'm not sure why you're making this all about black women. Because, and I right? think it's mostly, it, yeah. Cause it's mostly because for, for non black women, when these things happen, it's just part of the entertainment. It's like, Oh, okay. It's entertainment. Right. Um, but for black women, it's interesting because of where it, it's also on Bravo. So for a lot of people, and it may be just black women or because the jokes happen because they used to make jokes about this. It's kind of like if you saw black women fighting on TV, it was on VH1. It was love and hip hop. It was the flavor of love girls. It was basketball wives. And then also, if you, I think it's now WeTV or the other one. It's the bad girls club. So it's kind of like, oh, that's where the, all the fighting is. And that's where all the hood girls are. And that's what people make us ghetto. Because in a way, seeing black women fight, even though women in general can be pushed to a moment or better yet, just be like, you know what? Words, I can't form any words anymore and I have to fight you. That is not a black woman thing. But be- if a black woman does it, it is ghetto and hood. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of people, they're like, oh, no, we're on Bravo. We don't do ghetto and hood on Bravo. You do it on VH1. I so see. it's like, it's super weird to watch because I'm like, I didn't think that shit was cool when they talked about the women on VH1. It's like, so first of all, um, it doesn't matter. They could literally not fight. They could sit there and just knit 
y'all be like, oh, this shit is boring. Where's the fighting? So it can't be both. It can't be we want to be entertained by them arguing and fighting. But when they do it, it's like, oh, my God, it just looks so bad. I'm like, uh, OK, is it Uchiwali is a one mic? Which one do you want to choose? Right. So I thought it was fucked up when they said it about the women about bad girls. I'm like, so first of all, women fighting because it's like, excuse me. Bret Hart had the same damn show and them women fought all the goddamn time. There were no black women in the show and they fucking fought. But y'all don't call them ghetto on hood because they're not black. It's like, it, it's not cool and it's not okay. But it's kind of like, it's something you have to learn from. It's like, it doesn't matter what I do as a black person. You you still look at me as a black person. You still look at me as an N-word. So it doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I'm a doctor, I'm an N-word with a degree. Right. So before I, I'm like, I can't, once you get to the place where I don't care what white people think, I was like, uh, you're going to think that regardless, I could not say a word to you. I could be sitting there silent and you would still think, oh, but if I just uh, calm down, I'm like I am calm, but also <laughs> don't try to manage my emotions, especially when I'm getting disrespected. I see that a lot in public spaces when, when black women are restaurants and they are actually being mistreated by the staff and the minute they say hey i'm being mistreated well we'll calm down we'll fix this i'm like why are you telling me to calm down and why are you acting like it's not okay for me to be upset yeah so it's kind of like even though when it comes to this fight i'm like more team both sides but i'm leaning more towards candace i actually do feel empathy for monique because i'm like i get it when you're just mad and sometimes you can't explain mad and sometimes you do black out i am iffy about her blacking out because <laughs> we'll I'm like I'm, I, I'm iffy about it but I'm sitting here like I'm still I'm like people get mad and she deserves to like be mad it's okay it's like but that's also that's not just outside that's not external pressure solo that's also internal pressure that Monique put on herself and that's just sad I also see though where Wendy's coming from as someone who's new to the franchise mm-hmm. who has a reputation who goes on TV mm-hmm. Who She's a political commentator. She it's like Black people are like, oh, on you're TV. on that ghetto show. I'm like, yeah, so I get it. So I think that's sort of although when I hear the word ghetto, like I don't think of your average viewer watching the show and thinking that mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. Candace calling Monique that and calling yeah. her actions that. So um, it was just so interesting. It, yeah, it's interesting because one, she was upset that. Candace said that, but then the car, she's like, the hood came out. So it's like, I'm sorry, Monique, which one is this? It's like, because you, but I, I also kind of get that because, like, I could say that about myself, but you're not going to call me a ghetto exactly. hood bitch. Right. So I get it. It's kind of like, girl, I'm like, man, Candace, I don't know where Candace thinks, I don't know who she fooling her. Like, I grew up in this area. I'm like, ah, yeah, girl, I know some of that area. It's not as hoity toity as you think however this is probably why you and monique bonded so quickly but the article in vice also goes into the history of the show and Mm -hmm. how it was really meant to be like showcasing these proper women um who had a lot of very white potomac in white potomac but Mm -hmm. black wealth in a very white town Mm -hmm. and exactly what this black wealth and certain clubs that people belong to and you have to have enough money to do horseback riding and all of these other golf expensive things so it's just really interesting now wendy was saying that she has people wishing harm on her and her family all the time because she goes on fox news (gasps) and you know msnbc and stuff and she never retaliates physically and how 
that there's really no excuse for it. And Giselle then goes into the, we've been able to hold ourselves above the stereotype. And in five minutes, she took it away. And I felt like that's pretty unfair um, to say that uh, I see where she's coming from. I think Monique that's was wrong. That's a lot of pressure for just Monique. That's a lot of pressure to put on just one person. And I feel like, why not focus on the what I feel like the problem is, was that Monique was physically violent and did mm-hmm. not show remorse and thinks that being physically violent is the same as being verbally um, yeah. like violent, I guess. Like, if you, you know, say bad things to me, I can hit you. And mm. I do not think that's okay. And I think they need to establish that that is not okay. That's where I think the problem is. So then Robin says she's a bad role model for her daughter, which I don't, again, that's like, why do we have to go that's, there? You know? So mm, I wish she hadn't. That's a bit far because it's taking it far. Her, her daughter's like five or six years old. It's like she's not even going to know she's what this is. She's even younger. Um, you know, and then Ashley points out do we hold men to the same standard? And that's a good point. Like, do we hold we like black men to the same standard that we hold black women? Like, we as black women. Like, I think that's how she was saying it. Ashley can go to hell, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I thought sorry. she made a this point. So, uh, she does, but it's like every time the this whole scene, she got that whole setup at that meeting. I wanted to. I was getting violent. I was feeling violent because one, Ashley is playing in a lot of people's faces too, and. She, Oh, we're going to get to it. But um, I thought, and that's why it's like, I still feel sympathy for Monique because saying that she's a bad role model for her daughter is very unfair. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's a little, that's a bit harsh, but I think it's, it's coming from a place, especially coming from Robin. And that's what I wanted to put a pin in and bring back to. Now this came up at a, I don't know if it was last reunion or reunion before where there was a blog post the ig page that was bad mouthing robin and monique was liking like liking the post and come to find out that person that was running that ig page was her brother and monique was acting like oh i didn't know who ran it and she was like how do you not know who ran it your brother ran it so when the story came out about the fight from the blogs that took Robin back to the place because Monique lied to her face. Like, uh, I don't know who run this place. I just, I just, I mean, I don't know. And it was like, uh, it's your brother. There's no way you don't know that he did it. Your brother, who's literally your assistant. That's why. And I think that's probably why Robin was going so hard on her for that. I think saying she's a black role model for her daughter. I'm like, it's not. You don't need to. It's say like that. I. Th- it's like that's a mm-hmm. little bit far. I'm like, yeah, I won't agree with you that that we have held ourselves above board. I'm like, it's so interesting that y'all doing that with this fight. But excuse me, at like I don't know what sit down dinner y'all were at. Y'all were yelling at each other, and Karen's like. Lower your voices, lower your voices, and then they pan around the cameras, and there are white people going, "Oh my god, these these ghetto <laughs> girls are yelling." It's like, girl, you can just raise your voice, and you can be looked at as hood and ghetto. So fighting is not right. the line. It's right. like, girl, it's not. Y'all could just be like having a time and loud. They're like, "Oh my god, oh, excuse me, we're being like jovial, happy black people being loud in a restaurant." You're still going to be seen as hood and ghetto. You don't. It doesn't have to be like you guys are fighting. So it's kind of like you could breathe and someone's going to think you could breathe and somebody will think that. (laughs) So then it pans to Candace going to therapy with Dr. Mm. Ken. It's nice to see Dr. Ken again. Come on, Dr. Ken. He's getting these checks. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Um, And she recounts the fight to him. 
And it actually shows um, snippets of the footage from last week. And she says, um, get your hands out of my face. And he asks, well, were your hands in her face? And she says, no, I just speak with my hands. But looking back, her hands were getting a little close. It was. Yeah, and so were Monique's. It's kind of like, yeah. I think what the way it looked is like Candace was a little bit more direct. And then Monique's was kind of flying out. But both of their hands were flying. Were a little too close. Like, a little too close. I'm like, but it's also, guys, there was a whole fucking table in between them. It's like, there's no possible way unless, because I think I had this conversation with my mother. I'm like, it'd be different if Candace had walked around the table and yes. got in Monique's face. I'm like, yes. that is, I'm like, maybe it's just me. And I'm thinking, I'm like, maybe I've just watched too much reality TV because I've been at it since the beginning when Tammy Roman was on the real world. So it's kind of like, <laughs> guys. You're going all like, the way back. I mean, they're like, so when I say that, people are like, Tammy was on, girl, Google it. Season two, real world Los Angeles. So Candace, um, you know, then she says, are you going to drag me? And she gets her hair flicked by Monique. And then she mm-hmm. flicks Monique's vest. And I totally missed that. And I missed that because when, when they, they do it, it looks like she's grabbing her. But when you but see some it's flick. like flick. And it's like, oh, so this is the other part that got me because I'm like, this is when you knew Candace didn't really want to fight. Because if she really was a fighter and wanted to fight, the minute someone touches your head, you're like, girl, have you lost your mind? Do not touch me. She didn't do that. She was like, oh, I was just going to return it. I'm like, see, this is somebody who doesn't, who's not a fighter. Now, I'm not saying she can't fight, but she wasn't in it to fight because she really wanted to fight. And Monique flicked her the first time. She'd have pushed her like, who have you lost your mind? What are you touching me for? I know. And I so just, it's kind of like she didn't want to fight. That's why I'm like. breaks when then she says next. So then she pulled my hair down on the table and started she punching did. my head. And she mm-hmm. goes, and now I don't feel safe. And mm-hmm. I think that no matter how fine she thinks she was right after. She's not. She's not. This is still five days. I'm like, I, well, I don't know when the therapy appointment was. It sounds like it was happening around the same time. Okay. Yeah. You know, they make it look like it's happening at the exact same, same time. Day. That's probably but not But I was like, true, I don't know if it's the same day. It might be the same, maybe within the same just, few days. It's just so tough. So then Monique arrives, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they pan back to Karen's house and mm-hmm. she cries and she tells them, you know, what you saw is not who I am. I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I don't want to be defined by one bad choice. I apologize for putting you all in harm's way. Mm. I want to make sure that I never get to that place again where I black out <laughs> and signaling that she needs help. And um, I think all of that is good and made sense. Um, but then I think she takes a wrong turn <laughs> where she says, you know, it could have been any one of us. And that, I think, is sort of offensive to the other mm. women as if anyone would make this choice or mm-hmm. do this behavior in the same situation. And that is um, the other women don't feel like that's true. And I feel like this is something that um, I kind of see Jax Taylor doing a lot more in Vanderpump Rules, where he's like, nobody's per anyone is like this, you know, or all of us do this, you know, and it's like, no, you're trying to deflect from the fact that you did something wrong. So mm, that's why I, the minute she saw it, she said, I went, you do realize you're sitting across from Robin Dixon. Robin Dixon, two seasons ago, was the umbrella. Mm hmm. Ma'am, what you won't do 
It's like, girl, Robin is not Rudolph. She is not going to play your reindeer games. Now, for her to say it could have been anybody, I'm like, you are a bold-faced lie because, one, Robin got in your face. That is somebody who got in Monique's face, meaning her whole body. They were separated by a umbrella. And she said, I will choke you out with this umbrella. And Robin said, do it. Oh, no, uh, uh-uh, I ain't going to hit you because you'll try to take my money. Then Robin proceeded to follow her down the street because they had to physically separate them. So before you do this, so if you're doing like that could have been anybody, I'm like, yeah, so why didn't you hit Robin? Because she literally was in your face. Y'all were this close. You literally. And why didn't Robin hit you? Right, right. right? Like that, it's more like getting into why didn't y'all get physical? Because one, Karen was trying to separate y'all, but again, Karen flat out said she can't fight. So you could have just pushed her down, and that would have like been enough. So why didn't you put your hands on Robin? And why didn't Robin put your hands on you? That is why Robin was looking at her like, wait a minute, that girl, no, it's, it's just, like I, you can't I feel say that. Like, you can't like, say that it could have been any one of us. You just can't like, no, say that. You don't know. It was know. you. It was it's you like, that did it. It's like, I feel like I'm sitting here like, girl, I could write you a statement. I could have told you what you could have said. And it was like, you should have said, I lost my cool. I need to reevaluate some things. I Because one, that fight wasn't only about Candace. And that's what she should have fucking said. And she didn't. Because anybody with that kind of anger, it was like the way they got into the physical fight, separated. She was trying to get out of the room. She ran down the steps and ran out trying to get to her. There is That is not just about Candace. And it's not just about her calling you hood. I mean, we can simplify it if you want. But girl... I was born 39 years ago. I've been a black woman for 39 years. You will not lie to me on my face. Them women are in their 40s. That's why they looked at her like she was like, girl, what are you doing? You realize we're black women too. So we know what it's like to like lose your cool. Why didn't you just say that? Instead of just saying, oh, it could have been anybody. It's like, I I can't, especially when she's like, I don't know how I feel. I feel like that is very valid. Like, I don't know how I feel. That is something that's valid to say. But to say that could have yeah. been anybody is like, girl, are you standing in front of Karen? Karen can't fight, so I don't know why Karen didn't go, oh, no, not me. Karen Flato says she's not going to fight. Giselle don't seem like, she seems like she would protect herself, but she ain't going to like physically fight. Wendy looked like, no, I'm not, girl, I'm too cute. I'm not fighting. Robin looks like I will fuck you up. If you <laughs> but touch it's him. just like at this point, Giselle takes out her phone and her when notes. When I was app. like, oh, when she said, I'm going to take some notes. Oh, okay, since we won't be condescending, I'm like, time out, homie. So, since you want to do this whole, I could be anybody, if Giselle had done that, you'd have been the, as condescending, quote unquote, as she was. So, right. please miss me with this whole, don't look down your nose at me. If this was Giselle, you would right. be re- you'd be relishing in it too, because you don't fuck with her. Why are you acting like people are so stupid? They don't know that. Don't Same be like, <laughs> that Giselle is being self righteous and on her high horse. I was I mean, like, it's. Mm. I think um, she's also a first lady because I, I was like, that feels very churchy when I look at it because I'm like, that's something that we do at, at at church. It's like, oh, the pastor's preaching. Let me take out my notes app and take my notes. And so I was like, <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny because I'm like, I thought it was very churchy to me, but maybe I'm just reading this wrong. I also think that people who engage in certain behavior, mm-hmm. um, whether it be Jax and his cheating 
or mm-hmm. Monique and getting violent and at least at least this one point um, mm-hmm. want to act as if like other people do this too. I right? mean, y'all should know. It's I mean, anybody me. can be pushed. I'm like, no, girl, you should just say you were the one. That I was lost pushed. my cool, and it was wrong yeah. of me to put my hands on her. I don't, but I also, I like that she apologized to them for putting a hung glass. She's like, I don't want anybody here to feel like they're not safe with me. This is taking ownership as opposed to, we should just really chalk this up to the game because it could be any of us. Instead of you, she should have just been more honest and realizing that, hey, I lost my cool, but I don't want you guys to feel like you're not safe with me or me around. Then why wouldn't she also say, and I'm sorry to Candace because to be to apologize mm-hmm. for these women for mm-hmm. putting them in harm's way, she clearly put Candace in harm's way, and the fact that she won't even apologize for the physical part, you know, you don't need to apologize for getting angry. It's okay to get angry. You apologize for hurting someone physically, and I think at this point she still thinks maybe Candace started it or tells her that. Like, tells herself she doesn't lie. think that she's wrong. It's like Candace started this, so it's really what she wanted. So then she talks about how, you know, the what she remembers. She says, I blacked out, but the last thing I remember is a glass in my face. And she's saying, I um, remember coming after her the second time, but I had no physical control of myself and it was really scary. And Robin then says, You almost had me, but that's a hundred percent lie. And goes into how you had red wine on your face. Candace was drinking white wine, so she did not throw wine on your face. It was the velocity of the table and all of the craziness that was going on. And she says, why did you leak this to the blogs? You know, and Monique's like, Uh I didn't do it. I only told one person two days later. And she said, well, that one person told the blogs. And then why did you tweet, ask, and you shall receive? Um, You're showing no remorse. And Wendy thinks that Monique is justifying kind of what she's doing and then brings up the narrative about black women. Uh, and it's just like, there's just a lot going she could, on. She could have left that black woman part out, quite mm-hmm. frankly, because it's like, girl, you should, Wendy should know better than anybody. Doesn't matter what you do. That's just what white people are going to think about you. But, you know, prim and proper, that's okay, whatever. So here's my thing about Monique, because she's full of shit. But... <laughs> Um, but to Robin's point, it probably was red. There's probably red wine in the glasses on the table. So it did splash in her face, but I watched that fight again. White wine did go on her face, but it wasn't because she threw it. It's because Candace had the glass in her hand. When you grabbed her hair, you grabbed her, you pulled her down. And it was yes. like, okay. And she's the wine like, went with her. And she was like, look, I'm just trying to get you off. So when she broke the glass, because one, Monique talked about, she had both hands, she pinned this girl down. She was trying to get you to fuck off of her. So for Monique to be like, oh, I blacked out. I will give Monique this. The blackout part, I feel like, is when she was holding her this girl's hair. She wasn't doing anything. She was just holding it. That's all yeah. she was doing. I'm like, to me, that reads blackout. That's the part where I'm like, that's the part that's blackout to me, where it's like, she wasn't doing anything with her hair. She was just holding it. That's all she was doing. And like, right. let her go. And she's like, let go of me. I'm like, okay. So she's not there, you guys. She's gone. But then they showed um, footage that we hadn't seen before of her leaving the winery and her describing to Chris exactly what happened uh-huh. in order. She did it right to the producers. I'm like, she why was are you lying? You know, I don't remember. But then when she was describing it, she... In the car on the way home with she production. She did remember right away. It was like... 
<sighs> then so, we go to Candace. Oh, so can, before oh. you go back to yeah. that, the blog part. So her saying, mm-hmm. I didn't leak it to the blogs. Ma'am, you are a fan favorite on that show. You have people who actually like you. Baby, they will leak that for free. You didn't tell them to do it, but you didn't have to. You tell it to the right person, it's going to get out. So it's kind of like these blog posts are I not really like for you. Monique. Right. It's I like mean, your fan favorite. So people I are like, think oh, no, she's get above it. beautiful, interesting, mm-hmm. has a lovely family. Mm-hmm. She's truly wealthy. I didn't like the whole narrative of like, prim and proper women on the show Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know oh so she's not perfect enough to be in the show like i thought giselle was obnoxious so i've always been a fan of monique until i kind of get wind of her conspiracy theories and then it makes me feel yeah for me it was a not so lazy mom thing because remember the last Mm -hmm. reunion because she doesn't like giselle she doesn't want to hear what giselle has to say but she was like you don't think that's calling your thing not for lazy moms is offensive to mothers and she was like no but then you hear worse with people saying Oh, so I do actually think that's offensive. You know, so it's like, like moms oh. who don't do what you do are right. lazy. It's, exactly, that's yeah. how it reads. So it's kind of like, what's a not what's a not lazy mom? Someone who is so bottled up that the minute that somebody doesn't do something like they like smack them. I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'd rather be a lazy mom than that. I think she is someone who like probably makes all her kids shampoo from scratch and I mean, <laughs> does her own essential oils. You know, what I'm, I'm thinking. Those, I'm just thinking. She had those anti-vaxxer tweets, so it's kind of like, oh, I know, come on, girl. It was like that was like, come on, Monique. I'm trying to be on your side because it sounded like Candace threw a drink in your face. This was last fall. No, was she's like, really like, in deep. No, even I'm this trying spring, to be on your side. Even this spring, she said stuff like oh they wouldn't come after us so hard if it wasn't true and this is about all conspiracy theories Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. talking about oh they try and go after you know people who say not to vaccinate their kids and it's like well it's because it's a really dangerous thing and it's very big outbreaks of measles i need everybody to watch that svu episode (laughs) about that that scared the crap and i know it's svu and it's um but I know it's drama, but that really can happen. That lo- Wait, what happened? I so it was an episode where um, Olivia had adopted her son and he was playing with a little, another little boy on um, the playground. Her son Noah was like under two. So, you know, only certain vaccinations he could do. He got super, super sick because he wasn't vaccinated. Because the little boy that was playing at the house, his teenage older brother because they went to a private school and they don't make them get vaccinations. Right. He had just like something simple, maybe like the measles or chicken pox. They had like this big outbreak. He spread it to his little brother. They gave it to little Noah. They had this running rampant thing of like teenagers because they're not vaccinating Mm -hmm. because they didn't ever have to because this is New York, one of the most segregated educational systems in the country. So, of course, these rich white people were like, oh, no, I don't have to do that. And, yeah, I can get an exemption. So they did. So this little little Noah was fighting for his life because he's Aww. not he's not old enough to get the vaccinations that's going to help fight. So he was probably under one because measles vaccine. Yeah, I think he one. was one. Mm-hmm. I think it was like maybe like a baby. It was kind of like, yeah, what's wrong with him? Of course. Yeah, because he wasn't able to talk and say, hey, what's wrong? So, yeah, y'all need to see that SVU episode. It's dangerous. Um, that's stuff. like that's dangerous because like it's not like vaccination is not just for your kid. It's just to protect them from other children. You don't know what's out there. It's same as the mask. Wearing a mask isn't just for yourself. It's for everyone it's for other that you people. come in contact with. It's like, what is wrong with y'all? I'm like vaccinated. I'm like so you gonna let your child go out all unvaccinated in this world? 
where people don't wash their hands. And people like, who claim yeah. that there's toxins in vaccines yet have no trouble getting Botox. So, right. An actual toxin. Botulism. Like- you get botulism <laughs> in your whole fucking face, but no. That- so then shit. they show Candace again back with Dr. Ken, and mm-hmm. she's saying that Monique not only has not reached out to her, but she's getting, mm-hmm. she's lied to the press, and mm-hmm. Candace is getting pummeled on social media. Because she was. She was, I forgot and that's about what that I part. So I remember I forgot that it. I was tweet like, oh, from Monique, shoot. but I was like, she's getting pummeled probably because she started mm-hmm. a fight. And the therapist then that's asks the story. her, you know, did you do anything to contribute to what happened? And she says, no, not physically. And then she says, yeah, because she had to clear says, it up and say the physical part. And what like, role do you think you might have played in her betraying you? And this is the part where it's like, I wish they would just talk about the rumor. Mm-hmm. And the rumor that Monique was having an affair with her trainer and mm-hmm. had a child with him. Like, mm-hmm. why not just talk about it at this moment? I mean, mm-hmm. they're probably not talking about it because Monique isn't talking about it, right? Yeah. But if because, that's the underlying point, yeah. you know, this, it shows, like, but it's just, um, it's just sad to see Candace upset like this. And I don't think Candace is amazing. I think she's annoying mm-hmm. as hell. She's been physically violent in the past. She threw that butter knife at Ashley. She had to so be restrained by about, her uh, husband. Can I just tell y'all, I, I am, I feel like I'm an, a Candace apologist because I, I rewatched that scene. And this is going to always be my issue. This is why I think Monique is full of shit. <laughs> because for that scene with at that butter knife, she was using that. And it's funny, when I was recording, I was like holding the butter knife. I'm like, it's like you're using to accent her points. Because she's like, don't talk about my mother in my house. Da, 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 da. And I was like, I remember that. But also, she has, she fucking asked Ashley to get the fuck out of her house and that girl came back in her house like that ain't her house she's like this your mama's house I'm sorry bitches at your house didn't I ask you to leave I was like <laughs> wait a minute not have thrown a butter knife I right. mean come on get a hold of yourself and to have your it's husband like, physically um, restrain you because, because you're I that asked angry? you to leave so it's like that's why I'm like it's so it. interesting so Ashley should have left right she, left. And she shouldn't have come back in but yeah. Candace should not have gotten so wound up that she... But also, this is why you know she's not a fighter either, because I'd have dropped a butter knife and balled up my fist and punched her. I told you yeah. Or better yet, <laughs> drag her by her, her her little extensions and her wig. God, not that awful wig that she wears in them confessionals, because Lord have mercy, not that. But if, if Candace was really a fighter, she'd have got really close to Ashley's face. So I feel like... Everyone knows she's not a fighter, but he is absolutely not. And then you find out Ashley like definitely supports Monique. Says this is about mm -hmm. her behavior moving forward, and you know we're trying to support a friend of ours that has a problem and is admitting she has a problem. She didn't admit she had a problem, but which I think is important. But then Giselle (laughs) brings up Monique's use of violent language Mm -hmm. as if that's the same thing, like saying I will drag you, and how these aren't kind of one-off things. And I think that's pretty unfair because there is a difference between violent language, like you saying, oh, I'll grab you by your extensions, like saying that to me right now. Mm-hmm. Not about me because I don't have extensions. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to drag so, me. But like, but like there's a difference in saying something and acting on it. Do so you know? I can see that. But I also, to the point, because Mo- Candace said to Monique what she said to her People were saying because she said that, that's why it was okay for Monique to hit her. 
Because she's like, well, you asked her to be dragged. And I was like, so upsetting. she is actually repeating what Monique said. I will drag you pregnant and all. So that should have been your rule at first with a woman who um, is pregnant with her rainbow baby, has no problem fighting you while she's pregnant. And the only reason why she's not fighting you is because Karen was pulling her away. I have a feeling if Karen didn't, she would have actually probably smacked Candace. So that should have been like a red flag right there. She's pregnant. She has no problem fighting you, which right. interesting. So it's kind of like she has used this like, I'm going to do it or I'm going to choke you out. I, I will choke you out with this umbrella. Now, didn't, and Rama <laughs> said, well, do it. Notice, right. she did the same thing that people are saying Candace did. As she said, drag you. Well, she dragged you. I'm like, she. T- Robin told her to hit her. What did she it's do? Just... She didn't do it. I'm like, so it's kind of like she makes these threats. So I see both sides of that. So it's kind of like you can't keep saying I'm going to do stuff. So then when people do it, it's like, oh, it's not me. I'm like, but you literally keep saying that you would do it. She likes to tread the line and it's super weird to me. So it's like, I get what Giselle was saying. It's like threats are different until you do it. Now we don't know. It's like, if you say I'm a drag, you're like, maybe you'll really do it. Cause you did tell Mo. So when people were saying that Candace, like you asked her to be dragged. I'm like, she's just repeating what you said to her last year. And up until this point of y'all arguing, it has never been violent, mostly because Candace has always walked away from you. That's why like around like episode two or three, I was sitting here like, now I'm watching this. How did it get to Candace throwing a drink on her when every time they argue, Candace walks away from her? She's like, I'm not going to argue. She got up and left the sip and see. She got up and walked away from her at the lake house. It's like she keeps walking away from her. So why is it that Candace is saying like, well, she brought this on herself. I'm like, how if she keeps walking away from Monique? Right. I guess I see it because it's like you arguing, you 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 pointing, then you should be ready to fight. However, Monique initiated that when she started touching her. And if Candace was a real fighter, she'd be like, Don't you ever touch me. Don't invade my space. Why are you invading her space? I'm like, Monique, you can't be both at the same time. And you're not saying how wrong you are for that. It's like I'm wrong, I put y'all in harm's way. Not I'm wrong for actually taking it to a level of me initiating that fight. Cause she is lit, she is looking at it like her throwing the wine in my face is initiating the fight. And that's not how it happened. I'm like, right. what are you doing? Well, then Giselle says, like, her children don't want her around Monique, which is so unnecessary to say. It's like, it um, why are you involving them? It's like, they're teenagers. They don't be around their fucking father. Like, what are you doing? Like, May I please be excluded from this? <laughs> they're like, because um, she's like, oh, it's a fight. Everyone's and like, yelling. Oh. Robin thinks Monique is being condescending. And then she Karen is. Um, is saying, you know, like, you fucked up. And she goes, I don't know if you can fix this by yourself and Monique says at this point that she's going to talk to her pastor girl you need to go to therapy go to hell <laughs> and it was go to therapy or go at to the hell. end she talks about seeing her pastor again and Wendy says some things you can't pray away and Karen responds with prayer fixes all things Karen please stop this Ooh. please stop this I'm like Karen good. it's like the thing about is you are not showing yourself as being neutral in this situation just saying once that Monique you fucked up and you need to like be accountable for this is not enough you're having right. this in your house but you should have been more like okay so now Monique you wanted to have so here's the thing 
if you're going to be a moderator, and I think it's disgusting because we're podcasters, if I'm sitting here watching two people argue or they want me to moderate something, the first thing you should have said is, Monique, you have to be open to what they're saying because they were there and they watched it. Right. And and they're also seeing the blogs and they're like, wait a minute. And that is going to anger Robin mostly because she's like, that is not what happened. Right. It's like, that's not, why would you lie? And she's so she's going to look at it like you're trying to get in front of the story and make Candace look bad because one, and I've, I've been making this, I've been making this comparison because people are like, no, it's just about the fight. I'm like, it's not. It's because y'all don't like Candace because Candace is not very likable. However, if Monique in some weird upside down world had hit Karen Huger, this would not be the conversation. Y'all would literally be like, Monique is dead ass wrong. How dare you put your hand on Karen because y'all fucking like Karen Huger. I hate that people say that she was asking for it. because It was like she was not. Imagine if if Monique and Candace were in a relationship with one another, right? If they were two women together and Mm -hmm. one hit the other. It would not be okay. It'd be intimate partner violence. Right. So why is it okay for two friends one to hit each other. It, it upsets me so much. You know, if it, it, it just, it very much just upsets me that violence is being okayed and people are excusing it. Now, that's the thing I'm most upset with Monique for. It's mm-hmm. that she's not feeling remorseful and that she's, she's sort of excusing part. it. Like in, yeah. now in modern day. A year right. later, now she's like, doing uh, these Instagram lives that she's been told mm-hmm. by Bravo not to do anymore. She did a whole rap song in yeah. June or July. That's why now Candace is like, she's not sorry. If you're so sorry, you feel so bad. Why are you doing a diss song to me in June or July, calling it drag queens? Girl, who oh. is advising? So that does not look well. It'd be different. I feel like. Maybe if she didn't do the song, Candace will be a little bit softer on her. But the fact that you do this song is like, oh, you think this shit is a joke. Oh, you, you're you not really sorry. This is like yeah. way after. I'm like, this is not And then cool. Wendy okay. makes the point that I think is the most important point of, mm-hmm. of the whole episode where she says, you know, you're embarrassed, but you're not mm-hmm. remorseful. And embarrassment mm-hmm. is a selfish reaction. Mm-hmm. You're embarrassed for yourself. But, mm-hmm. rem- you know, the lack of remorse shows that you'll do it again. Like, y- you're not thinking what you did was wrong. And you never have apologized to Candace. And I don't want to be around someone that will do things like this. Correct. And I think that she gives a very good, this is why, this is why I live for Wendy. I'm like, I get the the whole, like, y'all brought black women down. Y'all can shut the hell up. Because the thing about it, and you know, it's really funny. Karen skirted by on that whole thing. Because she was saying, mm-hmm, that's right, mm-hmm. But again, no one's bringing up Karen saying, yep, that's right. I heard her say it, and she has said that in the past. So I don't know why. Again, because it's like people like Karen. People like have the issues with the, the Green Eye Bandits and also with Wendy. So it's kind of like, it's easy for y'all to ignore that Karen was in agreement with that. She ain't negated. She didn't say, oh, no, that's not fair. No, she didn't do that. Mm-hmm. She was like, mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm, we sure <laughs> have. Mm-hmm, that's <laughs> right, Giselle. You hate Giselle so much, but you agree with her ass? Well, I think all of them agreed with it. With the Even Monique agreed with it. Like, yeah, we have this reputation as Black women, and I should have behaved better. It's like you can't tread in those waters and then go, it shouldn't apply to me when I do something. I'm like, right. girl, if, don't do this. 
then Giselle gets up and leaves. She's like, I don't need to be near you. And basically says that she needs to protect her image because of her and Jamal. And Jamal's a pastor. This is the most laughable part. Like this ruins anything Giselle had said prior to this point. It just erases any sort of point she made because Jamal has the worst reputation. His only reputation is being a pastor who impregnates his uh, people that go to his church. So who aren't his wife. Here is the oh, this is shout out to Terrell because she brought up something that I totally forgot about. So Jamal Bryant is a hoe. He's a holy hoe. He's a teacher <laughs> pumpkin eater. We all know this. So here is the deal. Jamal Bryant, they're doing it because it's Giselle, okay? She's doing it to Giselle. Because I feel like if Karen said she had a reputation, they'd be like, oh, okay, because you don't like Giselle. So that's part of it. The other part of it is Jamal Bryant. So here's the deal. When that scandal came out, when he was here, he was supposed to step down for three months. He stepped down for three weeks. They asked him back. Then he went down to the church in Atlanta. Now, the church that he went to was Eddie Long's church. Because they removed Eddie Long. So now here it is. Who had done a, something with like, right, which young, young boys. boys. He had okay. lied and then it found out that he really was true. And then he was like begging forgiveness. They're like, no, get the fuck out of our church. So here it is. Jamal Bryant is going to pastor a church that already had a scandal. Mind you, it's Jamal Bryant. But it's like, I don't know why y'all picked him. But sure. They're like, people forget things. So here it is. He is. <laughs> I, like, they're, they're like, people forget things. I mean. Two, three other baby moms. Who cares? Whatever. You de- you dated delicious. Whatever. He he dated. Re- I think it was Tweet. I think he dated her. I think he was dated like the singer Tweet. Oh, I have um, no idea who that is. Yeah, she she um made music with Missy. She she should have been bigger. I liked her voice. So with Missy Elliott. What? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a song called "Oops Oh My." Tweet Oops, like oh my. bird tweeting like Tweet. So here it is. He's going to go past a new birth who already had a huge scandal, had to remove Eddie Long. So when she's talking about his reputation, meaning he can't have too many more. But also the other thing is he may be a holy hoe, but he is not a punchy holy hoe. So you don't hear about him being very bright, violent and aggressive. He was in West Baltimore. Um, walking with people and they were doing like um, walks around the community. Somebody got into his face and was yelling. He turned around and walked the other way. So it's kind of like that part of his reputation. Yeah, no, he may be a hoe, but he's not a unicorn in that. There's a lot of pastors that are hoes against across (laughs) many denominations. So he is not a unicorn in this. So I got why it rubbed people the wrong way, but I think people forget about black churchiness i'm like so i know y'all online it's like uh so i get she's she should have said um he has it's like he has rebuilt his reputation and he can't afford this that is what she totally, should say like that rebuilt is, totally is the key than, word like, he's trying to rebuild his reputation we're trying to build something different he can't afford to be associated with this that mm-hmm. means i can't be afford to associate this Dear Bravo, y'all could pay me to be the Olivia Pope that y'all need because apparently y'all don't know how to talk. <laughs> this is scripted. This is not <sighs> scripted television, but I could give y'all what to say. So then Giselle gets up and leaves and Monique um, is crying at this point. And this like, is, oh, you can leave. This ain't your fucking house. 
it's so, she ain't said nothing back. <laughs> I was so upset at this point because what Monique says now next is where I think the true problem is. Mm-hmm. She says something has to be said for people who talk disrespectful and who antagonize, and that's just as bad as putting physical hands. Mm-mm. And in my Absolutely the way not. I was raised. Was Mm-mm. that nothing is worse than putting your hands on someone? Nothing. No exactly. words anyone can say should ever provoke you to be violent. And it reminds me of excuses people make in domestic violence and stuff where she had it mm. coming. She shouldn't have said that. She shouldn't have provoked okay. him or he shouldn't have provoked her. Whatever way it is, mm-hmm. it, it's there's not an excuse and people need to learn to control themselves. And so she should have come to that meeting with the understanding that she got out of hand, that she has a problem, that she needs to get help for it. And she's asking for forgiveness. That's what she should have done. And she did not do that. And the fact that she says something has to be said for basically something has to be said for all the wrongs Candace did to me not just what I did to her, is where she gets it all wrong. So, and I'm glad you bring it up because it's a good way of looking at it. Um, So it's interesting that Monique tailored it that way because you're under this impression that you didn't antagonize Candace at any point in the season at this point. And also, so I understand, I'm in agreement and I think for me, the addendum is you put your hands on somebody when they've said something that's fighting words to you. Nothing Candace said to you, nobody like the drag me, she's mocking what you said. So that's not fighting words to me. So for Monique to build this up, like you should not antagonize people. Girl, you have antagonized Candace every time. And what does she do? Walk away from your fucking ass. So how dare you sit here That's and try to talk point. to people. It's like uh, she antagonized me and she deserved it. She didn't say nothing to you that wasn't fighting words. Y'all were arguing back and forth because all you had to do, Monique, if we're going to talk about words, when she said her little toast and said, I love you guys, you could have shut the fuck up and drink your fucking wine. But no, you did not. You were like, oh, now she loves us. It's like, you could have let it fly. One of you should have said... We can, we just got to sit down and work this out. We just got to talk. But of course, neither one of you are going to do this. And it is killing me that Monique is acting like she is so much older than Candace. Girl, you got three years on Candace. She is your fucking peer at this point. Yeah. I'm your fucking elder if you want to get very technical. <laughs> Since we're like three years is the, the elderly thing, girl. Technically, but- oh, well, I'm two years older than you because you just turned 37. But- um, ma'am, that is enough. I'm like, if you want to say she's not, um, everybody keeps saying that Candace is immature and she kind of is, but to do this little nitpicky, nyet, nyet, chippy, chippy thing at every event that you see Candace at, that's not Candace. That is you. You could literally sit there, shut the fuck up and eat your fucking food. And you don't, you've been antagonizing this girl. And for right. the first it time, it goes both ways. It's like, y'all were arguing back and forth. It can't be like, this is Candace's fault. I'm like, or oh, you could have just let Candace's toast go. But it just bothers me that, that she won't admit that there's a difference between physical violence and, and, and speaking disrespectfully. And then Karen says, no one should take you there. 
Like, that's the point. Like, no one should take you to this place. Mm-hmm. And Monique cries. Maybe the show isn't good for her. Maybe she doesn't need to be part of it anymore. She Girl, holds please. baby Dean. She's the politician. Girl. And then she does her closing argument, which is, don't judge me on one mistake. Um, and it's a, But it says, it's okay. You don't have to invite me to group things. And she talks about seeing the pastor. And that's when, mm-hmm. you know, Wendy says some things you can't pray away, kind of like saying maybe you, no, need, you need to go to fucking professional therapy help, anger management what i think a pastor would say right like yeah. i don't well i don't know her there her are church, so but. can i just say <laughs> there are actually i have a therapist i love my therapist it's one of the longest relationships i've ever been in because she's my therapist but she's a christian therapist so mm-hmm. sweetheart don't say i'm just going to my pastor and that's it baby there are christian therapists girl google it you can find one yeah it's like, um, what is her name? Therapy for Black Girls. She got a whole game down directory, Monique. Don't do this. It's like, girl, this is not this is not pray it away. Praying something away does not work. Where do you see things going from here? Like, I know she's not going to film with them much the rest of the season. She's not going to go on the trip. Mm-hmm. Do you think she is back next season? Do you think she <sighs> isn't? I think at the most part... She may have happened with Portia because this happened at the beginning. So it's easy to introduce her as the friend of the next season. But because this happened in the middle of filming, it's kind of hard to like make her a friend of now. But next season, they might do it depending on how they feel. The other thing I wanted to bring up at this um, meeting is Ashley Darby, wife of Michael Darby, said out of her whole face that Candace has gotten into it with all of the women. Wait, she said it to the um, camera, though. Like, she did mm-hmm. it in her confessional, not in front I of the women. Was I was sitting I here like, I know you lying. Candace, you have gotten it. You have gotten into it with everybody. Because remember, Candace has not gotten into it with Wendy. So no, it's not everybody. Baby, it is you. Even with people who aren't even here anymore, and that is Sharice and Katie. Who the hell do you think you are? So the other thing with that, with Monique saying, oh, my God, and she just pushed me. I'm like, so Candace can go back and forth with you in an argument, but Ashley can call you a drunk driver and you don't put your hands on her girl right? i know that you seems to be lying. so much more <laughs> i was like wait a minute ma'am robin and ashley have both robin has gotten in your face ashley called you trying to allege that you're a drunk driver you drive drunk all the time and that's what happened to your car but no no no, no. candace did the worst girl i please i was all sitting here like see this is why i can't be team monique on this i'm sympathetic to her because i'm like Everybody gets mad, and I don't think it's fair that we don't allow Black women to just have their emotions. Whether it is violent, I don't necessarily agree. I'm more like I can sympathize with you and empathize with you. I'm like, I can see why you're upset, but honestly, that fight is not all about Candace, and I need her to be more honest because Monique won't own the physical part of that fight, and Candace much it's on brand for her when it comes to arguments and people say, don't you think you owe someone an apology? She's like, no, I don't. So I, so this is where her and Candace are very much alike. That's why they clicked so easily. Cause they're so much alike. Yeah. It's actually pretty funny. 
And it just sucks that they're not talking about the rumors and why she's really upset. Because if we knew why Monique was really upset, upset it would like, make more sense. The people who are defending her are mm-hmm. often bought into all of the stuff that's happening that's not on the show. But right. I don't know all that stuff. I really don't. I can only go based on what we've seen. Right. Because Ashley said that Sharice was not involved in spreading the rumors. Okay, so what? <laughs> so now, why is Ashley going out of her way to make sure? Because I think I understand why she did it. Because a lot of people were like, well, Candace, you're friends with Sharice. I'm like, Ashley's friends with Sharice. Why is she not getting any smoke from Monique? Because Monique likes Ashley. That's where we're at. Right. It don't make any sense. I'm like, girl, it's something else. And it's like, you don't have to tell us whatever. But stop acting like people are so stupid. They don't recognize that. <sighs> What a mess. Well, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing this show get a little bit back on track and not being only about the fight because this was an exhausting episode. And thank you for walking through with me and explaining some of the history of, you know, uh, uh, the respectability politics and all of that. I, I think we're in a situation where no one is really right. Right. Many people are wrong. Um, for many different ways. Um, and the only thing I think is right is the women calling out Monique for not apologizing to Candace and for not being truly sorry. I was looking at a YouTube per- person who was reviewing it and she said something that was very poignant. And I actually agree. She said, nobody has to be right in this situation. It's okay for both of them to be wrong because quiet is kept. They are both wrong. It's like the thing about it is like when you say you're team somebody, it's like I'm team both sides because I can see I've been somebody who a lot of shit is being thrown at me and I bottle it because you have to keep up appearances like I'm fine. I'm a strong black woman. I can handle everything. And after a while, that rubber band snaps and we watch the rubber band snap. That's why I'm looking at this fight like this is not just about Candace and you know it. You are mad that your friend of she's saying 14, some people are saying 20 years, you felt betrayed by her. She started spreading rumors about not only you, your son's paternity and also the the baby that you lost was actually an abortion. So that's the other part. Gigi, apparently. What? So this is the thing, because I didn't even hear about this, about the, so the baby that she lost, her friend is alleged, or well, Monique is alleging that her friend was saying that, or telling people that it wasn't that she had a miscarriage. She actually had an abortion. That's why would anyone? And I was like, this This is ridiculous. I mean, so it's like, is that it's all of these rumors? So you're really mad at Gigi, and you're mad that Sharice is somehow involved, or better, you're mad that Candace actually entertained that person. Is Gigi the person who she was talking about on her Instagram live, who's a friend that wanted to be involved in the show? So I think it's like season, like her first season, I think, when, um, Giselle Season came two. to her house. Yeah, yeah, came to her house. The per- the friend that was with her saying, like, she's talking about your house. That's Gigi. So it's kind of like, I understand why you're mad. Because she's, like, on pins and needles. Because this is your friend. This is, like, friendship breakups are, like, deaths. They're, like, divorces. So it's kind of like, I get it. It's like, ma'am, this is not about Candace. You put your hands on Candace because you can't put your hands on Gigi. And you can't put your hands on Sharice. She is a she is a close, not moving target. 
And the bad part about it, she just doesn't want to be that honest. And why are you acting like Sharice is a complete stranger to Candace? She's not. She actually did film with Sharice. You remember, she was there. She called her like a geriatric grandma and they apparently worked it out. She apologized. They worked it out, whatever. I don't know what the fuck they did. So it's kind of like, Monique, I feel for you because that's a lot that you're not talking about and you're hiding. I think that's unfair. And I'm sorry, I'd add them out if it's not true. I'm not saying it's true. I'm not saying it's true because I'm like, I don't think I don't think this stuff is true. I think she doesn't want to give any, she doesn't give any oxygen to it. Right, but it's right. like, ma'am, look what it's doing to you. I'm like, it's it's not it's even about the rumors being so out much. there. It's like, girl, you are damaging yourself at this point. Right. And this is what happens if you were to go to anger management and or therapy, you'd find that out. Holding on to stuff and trying to put up this facade, and it is a facade that you're okay because you're not okay. You're not okay. And Monique needs to get to a place of it's okay to not be okay because there's no possible way as a human being you can always be okay. It's not possible and she's full of that's why i'm like you're full of shit and it's like you're being full of shit with yourself and you're hoping that nobody else recognizes this too and i'm like that is so damaging and that's the the plight of always being the quote-unquote strong black woman because when you're a black woman you have it's not that you're strong because you want to be it's because you have to be because you're not as a black woman you're never seen as soft you're never seen as something someone to be protected and you can never be the face of a victim because you somehow brought this on yourself. Because that's what people are doing to Candace. Well, you brought this on yourself. <sighs> she has a right to feel like a victim because she is a victim. So why mm-hmm. is like, oh, no, we can't treat him like a victim. Like, we're always strong because we have to be and we can never be a victim. And that is so traumatized. This is why this fight fucked me up on all levels. Because I'm sitting here like, why can't we see Candace as an actual victim of physical violence? Right. And Monique is a victim of friendship betrayal. It's not just Candace, it's as of a whole, because she and Sharice were really good friends and they had a falling out for God knows what, I don't know. And then it was kind of like, you just expected Candace to go along with that because you're her friend. I'm like, girl, this is not high school. These are grownups. And also the other reason why I think that she had no problem treating Candace that way is because she thinks she's better than Candace. She thinks she's better than a lot of people. So that's why she didn't come there with her head her hat in her hand because that's not how she feels about herself. So here it is. You're putting all this pressure on yourself to be perfect. And then you're walking in there and not being humble because she walked in here and said, I completely fucked up. I can't even describe it. I have to get to a place. I have to do better. It's different. It's like you're Karen saying, and you nod. I'm like, no, 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 girl, you need to say that. You need to say, I fucked this up. I fucked this up. I wanted to meet with you guys. Cause I don't want you to think that, you're not safe with me. She didn't come there like I fucked up. She came there like Candace provoked me and y'all should be my friend. That's not how this shit works. And I'm like, that's why they looked at her like, who the fuck do you think you are? It's like, Ashley wasn't there. So she didn't see it. Karen is like pretending to be Switzerland, even though you're more like, it's like, I think she is Switzerland and she's trying to be like, you know, give Monique a chance because I think she just didn't want people to gang up on her. So I think that's the other reason why Karen seemed to be more Monique's yeah, vibe. she doesn't like when anyone gets ganged up She doesn't on. like the dog pilot. Well, mm-hmm. she don't mind if it's Giselle, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't mind if it's Giselle for some odd reason because she don't like well, Giselle. Well, maybe it's because Giselle can handle it. And Giselle's always the one that also leads the dog piling on others. Right, right. So, so I, I, I see where she's coming from with that. Yeah. Well, Stephanie, tell everyone where they can find you on your podcast and on social media. 
Oh my gosh. So yes, please find me. Um, don't find me if y'all want to argue about Monique. I'm not going to do it. I'm just kidding. Please. I welcome you. Please. I'm just kidding. Um, but you can find the Mocha Minutes podcast wherever you um, find podcasts. So it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, CastBox, and Spotify. I'm working on, a, I'm working on Amazon. So Ooh. hopefully I can get on Amazon um, to follow the show, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the same handle, Mocha Minutes. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter, which is a little bit differently. Um, it's still, <laughs> it's still Bravo. It's all over the place. Cause Mocha Minutes is all over the place as well. Um, Sunny Twote that that's S U N N Y T W O T E T H A T. You can follow me there where you, you can um, argue with me about call Radke from summer house being community dick. Wait. That hoe was <laughs> that hoe was for the streets, but homeboy looked really good. And um, this is this is Obi's fault. He sent me that IGTV of Carl Radke talking about like something from Mental Health Month, and I was like, Ew, oh, he, he his brother died this summer from an overdose. Oh, and y'all let me call him a hoe all this time. He's still a hoe, but that's just sad. <laughs> but yeah, his brother, um, I guess, has been dealing with addiction for a, and mental health struggles for a very. I think he mentioned that on one of the. I don't that remember last season? it. I don't remember. I thought it at he all. mentioned something about it. And so um, this summer, um, his brother died, and he decided uh-huh. to um, become more vocal about talking about mental health, mental health. and mm-hmm. addiction and getting help and stuff. So okay. But yeah, he but. looked good. I was like, he's still community. <laughs> he still looks like he's still community dick. He's still the hoe for the streets, but he is community dick. I wouldn't mind sampling. If that makes <laughs> I think he's, I think he's getting cuter. He is. I was like, he looks kind of fine because on summer house, I was like, he looks look, good he, sober. He does. Sobriety looks really good on him. I, I made a joke because I've watched all four seasons. Oh, I watch all summer house. I do not make apologies for it. I love it. I have them all on my highlights on my Instagram <laughs> because great. I was like, oh my God, this is so great. I was like, y'all, why don't y'all tell me this is some bullshit? I was like, why do people hate Lindsay? I'm like, I kind of oh, like I Lindsay. dislike Lindsay for how she treated that roommate the first season. I will never get over that. Oh, it was yeah, her yeah. real friend and she threw her real friend under the bus for TV. She cares more about being a TV star than she does about being a real person. And that's how I feel about her. So I don't trust her. I do not. Yeah, was it Lindsay. Christina? It's yes. Like, yeah. Christina Gibson. Yeah. It's like, oh, good Lord. So someone's like, oh, should I watch Summer House? I'm like, yes, because I need you to dislike Amanda like I do. <laughs> Fuck Amanda. I was like, she's we, so goddamn annoying. wait for this season of Summer House to air. I can't. I'm like, now I'm like, ooh, I can't I wait because I'm like excited. When they were talking about Hannah, I'm like, first of all, let her get her coochie ate for two hours. I'm like, hey, boy got stamina with it. He got a steel jaw, apparently. But for Amanda <laughs> to be like, oh my god, how can you be with this guy? Excuse me, Amanda, fiance of Kyle Cook is saying this. I know you are lying to me. <laughs> Kyle was pretty funny, though, during the um, beginning of the lockdowns in March. He's like, well, I always gave Amanda shit for sitting on the couch and watching TV. But now all of us are sitting on our couch watching TV. Because <laughs> right. Right, she had like left her job and went to. Don't leave your job to work with your future husband. A love, Don't lover do boy. I'm like, first of all, it is hard iced tea. Who the fuck wants Long Island iced tea in a can? I mean, people will drink almost anything in a can. So clearly. 
You can get champagne in a can. You can get rosé in a can. I, I want the can rosé. Look, I'm about to go, like, I remember when, like, boxed wine was like, oh, my God, you <laughs> tacky. Now it's like, I want to go back to boxed wine. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being on this week. Thank you and so for much breaking for having this me. all down. And <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have you back to talk about Summer House and yes. all these fun shows. Yay! Take care. Also, you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus, the bulbous walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and a foul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.